Alright, so this is my second attempt at making this video without getting interrupted by a phone call. But, so, I was thinking about when we do magic and stuff, what about just winging it? Because I've been at this since like 2007-ish, and there's plenty of times when I know that I want to execute a ritual for something, whether I'm doing magic for hire, or I'm doing something for myself, or maybe a family member, you know, and I go through the motions of planning out an entire ritual. The hour I'm gonna do it, the day I'm gonna do it, what colors I'm wearing, what's gonna go on my altar, what my script is gonna be, what my intention is gonna be, and you know, what sigils I'm gonna use, and what spirits I'm gonna invoke, and you know, that whole laundry list of making that big psychodrama, the psychopomp, all that, all the bells and whistles to really get involved in the whole process. And that certainly has its time and its place. And, you know, plenty, there's plenty of other, like, ceremonial magicians and stuff that'll say that's how you do it. And then you have the people that do more stuff on the fly, the whole kitchen witchery stuff, where you don't really need to arguably obey, you know, planetary hours and moon phases and color correspondences and having everything on your altar that gets you deep into that practice. And I would like to argue that the further that you get in your path with magic. Like I said, I've been doing this since 2007, so I don't really want to do the math on how long that is. I'm already thinking about how old I'm going to be in this year. Ugh. Um, and so there's plenty of people that will say that ceremonial magic is the way to go about it, but the people that do stuff more on the fly, arguably, as you get further along the, the magical path and stuff, I like to say that you can do more ceremonial magic on the fly. That doesn't necessarily have to have so much planning involved or have the time, the correct timing and the correct moon phase and, and whatnot. Because, you know, you'll hear plenty of people talk about how time doesn't, isn't, isn't real and, you know, it's all energy and stuff anyway. And, you know, depending on the different kind of, uh, what is it, magical model you follow, if it's arguably all psychological, then those other factors don't exactly matter. If it's energetic, you can make that energy. If it's informational, you can still put that information into the big matrix, as it were, and make your result happen. And so there's plenty of times when I've stepped into ritual just going about what my intention is, and I think really for me, all I need is that intentional phrase. And you guys know I talk about my intentional phrase, the intentional phrase a lot, boiling it down to something simple, easy, and direct and to the point with no, you know, embellishing words and whatnot that you can repeat over and over and over because it helps to aim your energy, it helps to focus your energy. You can walk into a ritual like that, and as long as you have a whole horde of things in your circle at your disposal that you don't have to keep exiting your sacred space in order to grab this and grab that and you wing it then you can have effective spell work regardless of whether you spent hours planning it or you got so fired up with an intention and you got that idea in your head of this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it like this right now. Or you're just guided by your intention of I'm going to sit, I'm going to make sacred space in my temple and I'm going to walk in with my intention and the spirit that I'm going to work with is going to come to me whether or not it's just going to pop into my head with an idea or I'm going to do a quick tarot reading and get an idea. Maybe you have the demon tarot deck like I do or you flip through the 50 names of Marduk and one pops out to you and then you just wing it. Arguably, that instant boost 
of, let's say, metaphysical caffeine that you can get by just winging it can be enough to power your spell work. Now, once again, this does not... This means that you don't have all that planning and that proper timing and all the bells and whistles. You have the bells and whistles at your disposal when you just walk into your temple and you use what's there. So visualization-wise, you can substitute for anything. I mean, arguably, you could do an entire spell work in the astral with visualization and stuff, and then you can have any tool that you want. But this also means that you're going to have to have good skills in visualization to be able to manifest all those different tools and stuff, and, you know, all the proper, you know, correspondences and all the bells and whistles that you need in a ritual. So that is a doable thing when it comes to doing stuff on the fly. But when you just walk into your temple and you use what you have on your altar. Like if I travel down to my office and I look at the altar that I have on my west wall. What do I got over here? I have candles. I have an incense burner. I have some incense. I have my Agamasaratu. I have my Amulet of Ur. I have prayer beads that were gifted by Aramanasul, um, the Black Tower. I have some sigils that are still, the energy still cooking. Um, and a Buddha statue and some selenite. And I have paper and a pen for making more sigils. So, I say to myself, all right, what can I do with what I have here? Primarily, I could work with my sigil magic stuff. I don't have the Necronomicon sitting right here, so I'd have to go off of memory. Oh, come to think of it, I have a sigil of Ishtar right on the wall behind my altar. I could work with her. I could do a custom sigil with my handy sigil magic method based on the intention that I cook up. You know, I could work with those kinds of things. And speaking of which, these sigils that I have on the altar, I gotta do a little thing <laughs> right after I record this video. But anyway, so the idea is that sometimes you can just walk right up to your altar with that intention and make something happen. It's like if you came home and you don't exactly know what you wanna make for dinner, so you just look at all the cabinets and you throw something together and maybe you get, maybe you get a really good, what do they call it, like a stone soup, right? You just whip everything together in a smorgasbord, that's a better word for it, and it comes out great. You can do the same thing with magic. So let me know what you guys think about this one. Good hunting.